0: Father, Lord God, we give you praise, honor, and glory the of the Father this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace, mercy, and your loving kindness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your joy and your peace the of the Father this morning. And we thank you, Lord God, for all your many blessings that you bestowed upon us already this morning. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to see this day. For we know that this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. And we want to thank you, Lord God, for watching over us all during the night, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Thank you for waking us up, Lord God, and keeping us safe safe from all your harm and danger, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to be here in this worship service, Lord God. We're so grateful and thankful to be in your holy presence, Lord God, this morning. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit also. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will have his way, Lord God, this morning. And we thank you for everyone, Lord God, that's gathered here this morning. And we thank you for those, Lord God, that will be joining us later, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we pray that whatever we do, Lord God, today will bring Your honor, glory, and praise, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And be pleasing to you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. For we send up our praises, Lord God. We worship you, Lord God. And Lord God, that we adore you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we exalt your holy name, Heavenly father, Lord God. For there's none greater than you, Heavenly the father. And none cannot be compared to you, having the father, Lord God. For we know that greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're the one who ordered our steps, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, that you delight in our ways, Lord God. And we want to do what's pleasing in your sight, Heavenly father, Lord God. And we thank you for the worship service, Lord God. And we also thank you for the word that's going to go forth this morning. And we know that your word is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Lord God, <laughs> and we, pray that word, Lord God, will help someone this morning. Lord God, we pray that the Holy Spirit will speak this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And if anyone that needs to be saved would be saved this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we know that your word has the power to heal and deliver, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And sit free, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We thank you for the power that's in your word, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you for the one that's going to bring the message this morning. And we thank you for our Reverend Robinson, Lord God. And we thank you for your anointing upon him, Lord God. And we thank you for giving him the uh, gift to teach your word, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And when you open his mouth, Lord God, you will feel it, Lord God. And we thank you for your anointing upon him, Lord God, this morning. And your word will come to his remembrance, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that he follows the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for all that you do, Lord God. And we also want to thank you for our Pastor Frasier, Lord God. And we ask you, Lord God, to bless her, Lord God. And thank her, Lord God, for all that she does also, Lord God. And we just want to thank you, Lord God for all that you do for us, all that you do for the bread of life, Lord God, all that you do for our families, Lord God. And we thank you for hearing prayers and answering prayers, Lord God. And we thank you for your health protection, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for keeping us and keeping our families safe. And we want to bind up the enemy this morning. The enemy will not interfere or disrupt in this worship service. We bind up every strategy of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind him up in the name of Jesus Christ this morning. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus against the enemy right now. And we thank you that Satan is beneath our feet, Lord God. And at the right time, you will squash him under our feet. And we have the victory in Jesus Christ, Lord God. We are victorious, Lord God. We are frivolous and wonderfully made. We are more than conquerors, Lord God. We are overcomers, Lord God. And we are blessed by the most high living God. And we thank you Lord God if God is before us, who can be against us Lord God. And we thank you Lord God that you are the great I am. And we praise your Holy name this morning Lord God, and we thank you for all that you do, and we thank you for the praise and worship Lord God, and we thank you Lord God for the knowledge and the the worship music Lord God. And we thank you Lord God that we will not leave the same way we came. We thank you for your presence this morning. And we love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We thank you for the precious blood of Jesus that was shed for us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you gave your life for us, Lord Jesus. And when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. But we know that you're now sitting at the right hand of the Heavenly Father, making intercession for us. And we thank you, Lord God. And we're just so greatly appreciative for all that you do for us. And we give the praise, honor, and glory this morning in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone say amen.
1: amen.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Our marriages, homes, and families through lies, deceit, and divorce. Our finances through lack, poverty, and brokenness. Our schools and children through crime. Our nations, the world through corruption. He has stolen our peace. Hope and joy. His mission is to take our attention from focusing on God and praising. He wants us to start crying, denying God's power. However, the devil is the liar. His lies we will no longer take. We will fight back using one of our greatest weapons, the weapons of praise. God's name we will raise in America, across the world, in Africa. We praise and say, Mdana liwe, suwezi the Sitangu Mafunga who is. In the midst of the devil's attack We can't afford to lose our praise So when the praises go up God's healing must come down In our own language and vernacular We must praise our God From A to Z For praising God is as easy as A, B, C We praise our A, the able God Ancient of days, awesome God With abundant affection Applause, acclamation We appreciate him for the anointing With B, boldness, we bless our bread of life, the bishop of our souls, the balm in Gilead, for bearing our burdens on the sea, cross of Calvary, cornerstone, consuming fire in the midst of the chaos, crime, and conflict. tire. It-
1: favors me. God favors me. He favors you. God favors us no matter what the enemy say. But uh, my song was in there this morning. I just love that because that's what we need to do. Satan
3: we gonna tear your kingdom down. Whoa, 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 Satan we gonna tear your kingdom down, cause you've been building your kingdom all over this land. And Satan, we're going to tear your kingdom down.
1: But you know what my favorite every Sunday morning? Every Sunday morning we say, Satan, we're going to stomp your kingdom down. No matter where you at this morning, we can say, whoa, Satan, we going
3: to... Stomp your kingdom down Cause you've been building your kingdom All over this land And Satan, we gonna stomp your kingdom down
1: See, sometimes that's what we gotta do, y'all. We got to let him know that his lies and his tricks are not allowed in our lives. We got to stump on him. We got to wake up in the morning. We got to stump on his head. See, he don't want people to to join us. See, I knew people didn't want to hear this message this morning because the enemy, the enemy don't want to hear this message this morning. He don't want to hear this message this morning because I'm gonna tell the truth on his lies. See, he lies to us. The enemy is a liar, and he is the father of lies. And in order to be a father, what I hear you gotta have children. See, I want to tell you something. The enemy will walk into church with you and sit right next to you if you're religious. See, we need to talk about having a relationship with God. We don't need to be religious. We need a relationship with God. And in order to get a relationship with God, we got to recognize the lies of the enemy because he's telling us to us every day. He's telling us that, hey, don't nobody want to hear what you got to say. The enemy is telling us that, hey, your uncle was a drug addict. Your daddy was a drug addict. Well, guess what you going to be? A drug addict. Your enemy wants to tell you that your auntie died of cancer. Your mother died. Your sister died. So you are too. We going to break his generational curses. We're going to call him out for what he really is. He's a liar and he is the father of lies. See, society has painted this picture that the devil looks like this. Red with a tail and some ears, right? So that's the picture society has painted. But I'm here to tell y'all this morning, guys and ladies, the devil looked like me and you. His children look like me and you. His children are all around us, but we must know God angels are all around us, too. Which one will we choose? Will we listen to the lie of the devil? The devil told me that I was going to be a drug addict for all my entire life. The devil lied to me. And I believed him and I am tired of the devil lies. I am tired of the things that he tell us that we can't have that God has already given us. We ask God for everything to enjoy life, but instead God gave us life so that we may enjoy everything. But the enemy wanna step in and he wanna throw these little things in our ear and he want us to tell us everything. I must tell y'all that God has already defeated the devil. God has defeated the devil and the devil cannot make us do anything. See, back in the day, way before Medea, way before Medea, there was a guy called Flip Wilson and he used to put on a wig and become a character called Geraldine. And what he used to say The devil made me do it. He used to say the devil made me do it. But I'm here to tell you today, the devil can't make you do anything because God defeated him a long, long time ago. But what the devil can do is make bad things look good. He can make bad things look good, but I'm here to tell you today, and I'm excited because I can see the enemy's lies, that he's lying to me. I want you to see that he's been lying to you, too. And it's time for us to recognize... It's time for us to recognize his lies. See, there's this thing called Google Maps. And when you don't know where you want to go or how to get there, you go to Google Maps and you say, take me here. Take me to Walmart because I don't know that Walmart in Sunnyville. Take me there and it'll take you there and it'll give you directions how to get there. And if you don't follow those directions, you can be lost. Well, I'm here to tell you that God gave us a map, too. Way before Google map. That map is called the Bible. And if we follow those instructions and those directions in the Bible, we won't get lost. The enemy won't be able to get in and tell us these lies because we have the word of God in us. God with us. God for us. We need God in us. Not the enemy. And we have the map. We have the map. God has gave us a map before there were Google Maps before those. Y'all don't remember. Y'all probably too young to remember those paper maps that you had to read to get to where you want to go. Well, we got a paper map right now. It's called the Bible. And see, God will not be left behind because you can Google the Bible, too. We have the word of God and we need to know it. And the way to know the word of God is to read it and to hear it and to hear it and to hear it. And we got to stop believing in the lives of the devil, y'all. He is always there. See, he can't do certain things to us. So he makes it look good. So he makes those drugs look good. But see, the the devil's help is only temporary. See, because, yeah, those drugs made that first hit. Uh Uh-huh. I ain't going to lie to you. I got to tell you the truth. Yeah, that first hit is good, but you'll never find it again. You will never find it again. That first hit is good, y'all. But what the devil didn't tell us is that hit would take us temporarily out of our problems. But when we come down, the problem is still there. So we still have to get more in order to cover those problems. Yeah, because the devil's uh, uh, thing is only temporary. But God's healing is everlasting, it's forever, and the devil is temporary, trust me, y'all. See, the devil will tell you, I had a bad day, let's go get a drink, and then you have that drink and you feel good for so long, but guess what happened when you wake up in the morning, you got a headache or you done did something else because the devil's solution is temporary, y'all. It's only temporary worry, and that is what he's not telling you. Yes, it feels good today, but will it feel good tomorrow? Will your consequences pay for what you did that day? Do you know how many people have woke up in jail this morning because the enemy told them, yeah, you had a day, you had a bad day, go grab a drink? Do you know how many good murderers... I want you to hear me out, y'all. Do you know how many good murderers in jail today and how could they be a good murderer? This is what happened. The enemy told them to go have a few drinks and after they was drunk, the enemy told them you only had a few drinks, you can drive home. The enemy told them you only had one or five drinks, you can drive home. And on their way home, they didn't hit somebody, they didn't hit somebody's car, they felt good. At that particular time, then the enemy told them they could drive home. God told them to take Uber. God told them to call a lift, But the enemy told them, oh, you only had a few. You ain't going to leave your car here. Drive home. We must stop listening to the voice of the enemy. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm supposed to teach uh, some word of the Bible, but right now I need to preach. I need to let you know that the enemy is here to kill, steal and destroy like that song said. I don't know why she came up with that first song, but that's part of my sermon because that is what the enemy does. Whether we can hear that song or not very good, that was part of the sermon because the enemy wants to kill, steal and destroy. He wants to tell us what God has already decreed for us, what God has already given us that we don't deserve, that we don't deserve, so it was a young lady who I haven't seen since she was seven years old, she, uh, she when I put it on uh, the messenger, she put a like on there, so I sent her the link to join, and I was really hoping that she'd join, I haven't seen her since she's seven years old, but her grandmother used to feed me, See, I was raised by my uncle and he didn't cook and all that mess. We're not going to go into this story, but she made me want to tell that because I always said because the devil told me, Richard, you ain't got no mama. And your uncle don't really, you know, he just took you, you know, because he was married to your mama's sister. And after she died, you were just there. See, this is what the enemy used to tell me. But when I saw Shantae uh, uh, giving me the thumbs up on the message I sent her about this sermon, it brought back to her memory that even though her grandmother didn't have an abundance of food, if I was over there, she would feed me. Miss Callum would feed me. Miss Grant would feed me, Miss Brewer would feed me, Miss McGee would feed me, and I can go on and on and on. See, while the devil was telling me I didn't have no mother, I had many mothers, and he did not stop there. As a crackhead, when I came to California, he introduced me to Miss Warren, and then he took me to the bread of life and introduced me to Mother Pastor Dr. Frazier. God continues to work when we don't know he working because the enemy keep lying to us. And I can keep on telling y'all about the enemy lies because he needs to stop Satan. We need to tear his kingdom down. We need to stomp on his head. We need to pray his kingdom down. We need to study God's word so we can talk his kingdom down. Because I am really sick and tired of being fooled by the devil. So that means that I got to get more into my Google Bible or whatever and learn more about what Jesus said I need to do. I need to take that map so I can stop falling in the landmines of life. I walk out this door and there go to the landmines. The landmines could be people. The landmines could be uh, whatever. But we have a map to get around the landmines of life. We have a map to climb the mountains that look so high of life. God has given us the map. What are we going to do with it? You go over some people's house and you see the map of God, which is the Bible, sitting on the end table. It looks so pretty. They ain't picked it up in months. You got some people that have the map of God. We're talking about the Bible that they use once a week. And that's when they go to church. You have some people that have the map of God just wrinkled up and put somewhere and never use it. It's time to bring it out, y'all. It's time to kick the dust off the map and read it. Let me get to my sermon for uh, uh, I get something else to tell y'all what God then told me. This morning, y'all, we do have a sermon. We do have the word of God this morning. Forget you. Bear with me here because the word of God is what it's all about. But let's go. Uh, uh, I want to read John 8 and 44. I have uh, took up a lot of time. So I'm going to go to that last sentence in John 8 and 44. I'll write it down because I'm going to have to go through these sermons. Cause, I mean, these verses because I have talked so much. So it says, now, matter of fact, I'm going to read it all. Ye are your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, ye will do. He ye will do. Excuse me. I'm getting message from people who supposed to be here. But anyway, we're here and where one or two are gathered. He's in the mix so they can listen to this later on. And I hope they listen and learn about the enemy's lies. Well, oh, boy, praise the Lord. The beginning and a dupe not In the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speak of a lie, he speak of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. It says it right here, guys. John 8 and 44. He is a liar and he is the father of lies. (laughs) Amen. He is the father of lies. But I'm going to tell you what we need to do. We need to see first Peter Five and eight, because God has given us a map and some directions to follow. So the father of lies, we won't become one of his children. What first Peter five and eight says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking who he may devour. So what God wants us to do is to be sober. Huh. Yeah, and I ain't only talking about the NANAA sober. I'm talking about that too. You know, God didn't say don't drink, and I really can't drink. I can't drink, so I ain't going to even trip on that. But God said be sober. God said be sober, y'all. God said be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is out there lying. And he's out there working to get you. He has a contract on your life. The devil has a contract on your life and he's got his sons and daughters fulfilling that contract on a daily. So we must be sober, vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking who he can devour. Me, you us and he's been working. See, the enemy has been working since the days of elementary. He's been working since the very beginning. Look at Genesis uh, 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 three and two. And the woman said unto the serpent, "Nope. I'm sorry. Let's make that Genesis three and one." Now the serpent was more stubble than any beast of the field which the Lord God has made. And he said unto the woman. Ye have God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the servant, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. So I'm going to stop there before I get to the last one. See, that's how the enemy works. See, God has gave us all these good things, all these good things. And he said, well, this you shouldn't do. And maybe this you shouldn't do. But after all the good things God has given us, We want to work and go to the thing that he don't want us to do. It's a reason why he don't want us to do certain things. It's a reason why he don't want us to deal with certain people. It's a reason why he don't want us to smoke crack and meth. If there is a reason, guys, there is a reason. Let me continue and get to my point here. I'm going to go back to three, but the fruit. No, I'm going to go back to two. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. So those trees that are in the garden, Adam and Eve could have ate for a thousand years. For a thousand years, they never had to go to the other tree. But it says, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said he shall not eat of it or shall touch it least You shall die. So here it is that they had all of these trees. They could have ate for many, many decades out of all of the stuff that God has already given them. But he did not want them to eat for one tree because he had a reason. But what the enemy had told her is that surely you will not die if you eat from the tree. So we know the story. We know that she ate from the tree and she gave it to her husband to eat and they both ate from the tree. And guess what? It may it, it, it may sound like the enemy was right because they didn't die. They didn't die a natural death. But let me tell you, they died spiritually spiritually. They died spiritually. They died because now she would have childbearing birth and and it would hurt. And and the land wasn't so easy to tend and they didn't have all those trees to eat from from the garden. So when you die, that don't mean you die. So God didn't lie. They died. I hope y'all following me here. God did not lie to them like the serpent said he did. So anyway, I read that because the enemy has been lying to us since day one. From the very beginning, that was my point on that. The enemy has always been lying to us and we must be aware of the enemy lies. Amen. Amen. So I want to go on to uh, 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 John 4 and 20. Because, see, God is love. God is not a liar. All these things that is going on today is not of God. God loves us. God is love, not hate. God is not evil. God does not do things to hurt us. God does not pay us back. A few months, mu- uh, probably about a month ago, I told the pastor, I say, pastor, you know, uh, all this bad stuff happened to me. I deserve it. Because I used to be such a bad person. And she said, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, no. You asked for forgiveness from God and you have been forgiven. See, when we ask for forgiveness from God, we need to accept the forgiveness that He's given us as we will think that we are at fault and God is doing these things to us because of what we've done. But no, God gives forgiveness. God gives us forgiveness and that's the way we should give forgiveness because if God has given us forgiveness, we need to forgive other folks, including ourselves. I had a problem with forgiving myself because I know who I was and I know what I've done. But so does God. I didn't all the mess i had done. I wasn't hiding it from God because there's no hiding from God. God loved me when I was dirty, and he loved me when I'm clean. Amen. Amen. So what it says in uh John 4:20, if a man say, I love God and hate of his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother who he has seen, how can he love God who he has not seen? Who he has not seen? See, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna elaborate on that because there's many things that people have done to me since I try to be clean and sober and try to walk a a straighter and narrower path. That I wanna hate. I'm just gonna keep it real for y'all. It's some people right now today who have stabbed me in my back without a knife. I wanna hate them, y'all. I wanna hate them. Mm-hmm. The pastor told me to pray for them. I'm going to keep it real, y'all. I'm going to keep it real because I have to to pray and I have to ask God for forgiveness every day because I find it hard to pray for them. Mm -hmm, Yeah, Reverend Robeson, find it hard to pray for them. But you know what? I get on my knees, I bow my head and I pray. And sometimes, y'all, I put my face to the ground. Sometimes I put my face all the way on my hands to the ground because that's how hard it is to pray for the enemy, y'all, for me. But I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm going to continue to pray for my enemy even though my heart wants to hate them. But how can I love God if I hate them? I see them all the time. I have to learn how to not hate them. Now, I ain't saying that we got to go out to dinner and we got to call each other on the phone and send them a text. I'm not saying that, y'all. I'm just saying don't hate them. I'm just saying love them from afar, but love them love thy neighbor y'all God didn't say love thy good neighbor love thy bad neighbor black white indifferent or the same God said love thy neighbor y'all and that's what we must do so we can't hate our brother y'all and 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 love God it's it's almost impossible because we see our brother but we claim we love somebody that we can't see But we know God's there. I'm going to continue. So I I get into that and give y'all more stories. John 4 and 1 says, beloved, believe not every spirit. (laughs) I want you to hear me good. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirit wherever they are of God, because many uh, false prophets are gone into this world. How do you know the difference,? Uh, how do you know the difference? It's the map that God gave us that tells us the difference. If it ain't God's word, then it's probably a false word. If it ain't in the Bible some type of way, it's probably false prophesizing y'all. I'm not saying that there's not no prophets out there that can tell you the word. Uh, 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 or tell you what's going to happen. I'm not saying that that's just not possible, but I'm saying we need to learn the difference and God has gave us the answer. So people may say, well, how could uh, it be the answer for today? I'm telling y'all what's in the book is things that are happening right now today. Things that are in the book is happening right now today, as we turn on the news and as we see things. let me continue because I want to teach I've already preached John three and ten said, in this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil, whoever doeth not righteous, is not of God, neither that he that he loved not his brother. It talks about that again. Love thy brother. It talks about that the ones who don't love thy brother is not of God. I'm going to read John. Oh, I'm sorry, Pastor. 1 John 3 and 10. See, I'm still learning. I got to get that together, y'all. Those Johns that I have read, and I'm going to go back. It was 1 John 4 and 20. It was 1 John 4 and 1. Now, once again, I'm going to read 1 John 3 and 10. In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does it not righteousness is not of God, neither that he loveth not his brother. I'm going to continue. 1 John 3 and 8. But he that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. Since Adam and Eve, y'all, from the devil's sinners from the beginning for this purpose. I'll slow down because I want you to really hear this. For this purpose, the son of God, Jesus Christ, was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. Jesus was manifested so he may destroy the work of the devil. So that's all of my, my teaching. I got to go back and do a little preaching because of the simple facts. See, the old saints. Now, how do you get rid of these people when you ain't got your Bible and they done made you so mad that the word ain't popping in your head? Here's what the old saints used to do. And I'm going to start doing it again. <laughs> the old saints used to do this. WWJD. I'm going to give y'all a a second to marinate on that. WWJD popped up in my head one day when I I was just so mad. This is what it mean, y'all. This is what it mean, y'all. Some of y'all already know. What would Jesus do? Huh? I know that may sound a little corny. That may sound a little crazy. Those old saints had it. They had it. What would Jesus do? Of course, we can't always do what Jesus do, but if we know what Jesus did, and when these people are coming against us and we want to go off on them, we want to say something, we want to lose our religion at work. Let's put it like that. We want to lose what God has put in us. We need to look at that person and smile, and don't say it out loud, unless you feel like it. And say in your mind why you're looking at that person smiling because you got on your mask nowadays, they can't see you anyway. And I want you to say, please, everybody, do me a favor real quick. Repeat after me and say, what would Jesus do? I want to see you. What would Jesus do? I'm going to incorporate that in my life again. When I was, this little, I was this little, I used to hear the saints I always say that. Well, I tell you, what would Jesus do? Them old saints wasn't no joke. They ain't play. What would Jesus do? I'm incorporating that once again. Because what would Jesus do? See, let me tell you something. Jesus is a verse and I don't have it. But anyway, see back in the Bible day, if a woman cheated... They called it adultery. We call it cheating. If a woman cheated, people would grab stones, put that woman on a wall or something, and they they would stone that woman. They would stone that woman. Before I get to my point, I, I, I got to, because this kind of just hit my mind. How come we never heard about that when the men cheated? I'm going to look that up. I'm going to find something else about that. I never even heard about that. I'm quite sure them men was cheating too. I ain't hear about them stoning them. But anyway, my point is they would stone these women. So they wanted to test Jesus. So they brought this woman to Jesus. And they said, Jesus, we just caught this woman cheating on her husband. You know what the law of Moses said. We need to stone her. So Jesus just sat down and and took a chill and and started fingering in the dirt. And he looked at them. He said, okay, those without sin cast the first stone. Those without sin cast the first stone. And as we know the story, they all walked up up, up out of there because they couldn't cast the first stone. So and and, and I'm going to jump into this real quick. Uh, the devil, the enemy lies to us, y'all, but he can't make us do anything, but he will make the things look good. He will make the things that we have no business doing look good. And I'm going to tell y'all something. At first, it may even be good, but the devil's solution is only temporary. God's solution is everlasting to everlasting. The enemy's solution Is temporary. It's like the first hit of crack. And I hate to put it like that, but the truth will set you free. It's like that first drink and you feel so good. It's like that first little hit of meth, y'all. It's only temporary because when the devil's solution come down, you still got the problem. But when God solves the problem, the problem is solved. Can I hear amen? And he doesn't just do that for for when you're out there in drugs, when you get clean and sober, y'all. I hate to tell you, when you go to God, when you go to Jesus, I hate to tell you, the enemy works even harder. The enemy works even harder when you turn your will and your life over to a God of your understanding. The enemy works even harder because you are no longer... A child of the enemy that lies you have became a child of God you have became what he made you from the beginning fearfully and wonderfully made that's what you have became when you become clean and sober when you leave all the the, the worldly stuff alone that you can I know it's hard to leave all the worldly stuff but you want to leave as much of that as you can behind you in your past so I can continue preaching A whole lot about this because I've been there and I've done that. I've been that out on the streets where God has pulled me through. I have no business being here talking to y'all right now. The only business I have being here is because God wanted to turn my test into a testimony. So all those things that we did, God is not paying us back. He want us to let other folks know that, hey, we did it and God pulled us out of it. It's not a, a, a bad thing. It's a test that turned into a testimony because if I didn't have that test, I couldn't have this testimony. Can I get an Amen. Amen. Pastor, I'm going to, before I get to keep on preaching, I'm just going to say the devil is a lie. He's a father of lies. Let us read the Bible and let us know what Jesus said. And ask yourself when you're in those tough situations, I want you to ask yourself one thing. What would Jesus do? Amen. I'm turning back over to you, Pastor. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I laugh because you know the word is true and it'll cut you up if you, if you need that kind of uh, 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 help because it, it brings correction and uh, it gives us uh, uh, inspiration and so if anybody was listening to what our Reverend Robertson said He started out by sharing with us that he has not always done the right thing, but God forgave him for what he did, and now he is a new creature in Christ Jesus, and old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. That's not how he said it, but that's what the Word says. So we thank God for him sharing with us this morning the stuff, the lies, the actions that the enemy takes to try to distract us and discourage us and keep us from being what God planned for us to be. So I thank God for the message and the messenger. And, you know, the thing that we need to do is review those scriptures that he has given us When the devil starts lying to us about we can't do and we can't be and we can't have. Because the word of God is true. And everything that's in the word of God (laughs) is true. And the scripture in John 10 and 10 says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what he comes for. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. So we thank God this morning. There was one point he made about being able to drink alcohol or being able to use whatever it was you used to use if you were uh, abusing uh, drugs and alcohol, but the scripture in the book of Corinthians tells us that all things are lawful. That means you can do it but it's not profitable so we stop doing those things that are not of God because they're not profitable they don't do us any good in fact they do us a lot of harm but in addition to those substances and those kinds of things we need a whole house cleaning on the inside of us And we need that house cleaning regularly, (laughs) more regularly than maybe some of us clean our physical house. But that house that we live in, that flesh that we live in needs to be kept clean and our minds need to be renewed. And that's what the scripture does for us. So I'm not going to re-preach the sermon, but I just thank God for the message and for the messenger. And we thank God for those of you that were faithful this morning to get up and be a part of the service, and we miss those that didn't quite make it to today, but uh, we just want to give God all the glory, honor, and praise for this day, and for what He's doing in our lives. No matter what level we're on right now, God is still God, and He's still on the throne, And he's still, Jesus is still sitting at the right hand of the throne of grace making intercession for us. And so we need to remember that. And we need to allow God to change us. We should be changing every day. So I was at Ramah, you know, we were taught that we should put on the armor of God every day. In Ephesians chapter 6, I believe it is, where it says put on the whole armor of God and uh, uh, we were told by uh, the dean at that time I had a class we had a class with the dean and he would come in every morning that he taught us and he would say did you put your armor on this morning and we said well we put it on yesterday or whatever we said and he said that you need to put your armor on every day because every day You should show some growth and need a new size. And, you know, sometimes we just get in a rut and we stay in that rut. And we think that what we did yesterday and the day before is okay. But as we begin to grow, we realize that some of that stuff that we did yesterday and the day before is not what we ought to be doing today because we are growing in the things of God. So I just want to leave you with those words. I don't want to preach. (laughs) I always want to preach, but this is not what I want to do right now because we've already heard the good word. But I just want to pass that on to you before we uh, get ready to dismiss. So we thank God again for the message and the messenger. And if there's no other things that we need to do, I'm going to ask him to dismiss us. I want y'all to have a wonderful, blessed, safe day uh, in Jesus Christ. All right, Ruby.
1: All right. So, Father God, we thank you this morning, Father God. We thank you for each and everyone here, Father God. We thank you for the message, Father God, and we know, Father God, that the enemy is a liar, Father God, and we know, Father God, if we want the truth, Father God, to to come to you, Father God, to, to read your word, Father God, and know what the word of God says, Father God. So, Father God, as we get ready to go into our week father god we ask a hedge of protection over each and every one here father god we ask a hedge of protection for all the families that are that are represented yeah. here today father god and father god we just Thank you this morning, Father God, for allowing us to come together, Father God, and, and to to speak your word, Father God. So yeah. as we carry on through our week, Father God, we just ask the, a hedge of protection over each and every one of us, Father God. We give you praise. We give you honor. And we say all the glory belongs to you, Father God. And in yeah. Jesus' mighty name, we pray and everyone say yeah. amen.
4: Hey Richard,
1: uh, Was that first John four um uh, twenty? That was. hmm Yes, okay. it was. So well, making sure I get everything down. All right. Uh, All right, right. everybody. God. All right, Miss well, Tracy. Hey man. we're glad to have her this
4: morning. So glad to see you, sister Tracy. And uh, we will have prayer at 7 uh, p.m. tomorrow night. We're not praying every night at 7 like we were, but tomorrow we will have prayer. So all y'all right. have a blessed day.
1: All right. All right, everybody. <laughs> bye-bye. Everybody
4: have a blessed day. Thank you, Reverend Richard Rosen. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> God.